When I was a kid, me and my sister, we played a game where we pretended to chase monsters away. I'd say, no monster's gonna get you when I'm here. Then a real monster showed up. I have to find her. growing smaller every day up there on the surface the topsiders are leaving the undercity further behind i believe i've discovered something incredible a way to harness magic through science you don't understand what's at stake power doesn't come to those who are born strongest it comes to those who will do Welcome to Earth 2 Comic Cast, where superheroes exist and comic book talk is the norm. It is your boy, Mark Crosby. I am back with Roy, and we are here to discuss our Netflix's Arcane League of Legends. Um, I don't know about you, Roy, but I've never played the game League of Legends. Have you played it? No. Uh, I played Legends of Runeterra, which is their card game, for about mm. like a couple of months. So I was like vaguely familiar with some of the character designs, but I... I I don't know jack shit about this property beyond like some very vague sense that there's like summoners and factions and there's like a pirate faction. I don't right. know. Right. So, so I, uh, thank you. I have no sense of any of the characters. I don't know anybody. I just met everybody for the first time in this series. And I have to say, first things first, before we get into it, the fact that um, I'm I'm not sure if a lot of watchers, but the fact that most of the people I've talked to that have watched the series have never heard anything about it, never played any games, and still were able to get into it and enjoy it is one of my biggest pluses for the series, for the entire series. You, yeah, I think overall it's like really well written and the production values are um, over the top, I guess you mm -hmm. could say. Like it's one of the most beautiful animated series done by like in a non-anime style i think right. since cora but i mean cora's you know kind of used asian animation studios so i think it's probably the most beautiful like western animated released like animated series in a long long time like it's just yes. so beautiful i'll agree with you on that so you know so we can we've agreed on the uh, animation we've, we've agreed on the story of it's you know so apparently um word one uh, so doing my research you know i've done my research and this is a prequel series to the actual league of legends the, the actual game so again yeah. if, go ahead but yeah and as i understand it they retconned a bunch of like the previously established backstory with this so I think it's kind of like a new entry point for everyone. Yes. Um, they're kind of yes. like trying to, you know, this is like an extremely expensive advertisement for League of Legends <laughs> is really at the end of the day what I think this is, I mean, it's what it's designed to do, right? So. Right, right. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, and I appreciate, honestly, I appreciate Netflix and I appreciate the group of writers that they had come together to do this because, again, if this was something like, say, I'm, I'm again, like say a Cowboy Bebop, which is, you know, one almost one for one you know that you have people complain about it but this is something everyone you know both old and new can come into together and get to watch it and enjoy it together um so my other thing that i kind of wanted to touch on real quick were the 
was the design, the world building. So again, never played the game, don't know any of these, any of the worlds. But honestly, looking at the uh, watching the, sh- the show and looking at the world that they built, they you know, especially trying to show the um, what like San Advancement and technology would do for you know a higher you know a higher group of people versus the lower un- underground. I think it does well to like expand the world for people who have never been there. And so I, I love the world building of this. Yeah, I definitely agree. Mostly, I think that the two cities, Zon and Pitover, is that how you yeah, say Pil- it? Pilover. Piltover. Piltover. Uh, well, are like really, really well done world building. Mm-hmm. I think some of the stuff about the world of Runeterra, like the mm-hmm. broader setting, is like a little vague and kind of confusing, right. right? Like, like I didn't entirely understand that they had this like opposition to magic until like halfway through the second episode and that's like why what's his face uh Hammerdinger. you know fuck boy uh jace what jace yeah that guy like what his big thing like i was like oh okay so i guess magic did something bad in the past i get okay cool and then like when noxus gets involved i think that's how you mm. say the like aggressive planet where the uh where the lady le- the female leaders from whose name's escaping yeah. me um let me see if I remember the counselor who's uh, Jace's love interest. Um, whatever her name is escaping me, yeah. Uh, but one second while you're, yeah, I'll look for it, you can go yeah. Ahead. But uh, like once her mom shows up in the third series, mm-hmm. and like some of that stuff, like I kind of vaguely knew that they were kind of the jerky faction from playing the card game, but it was like not very well like established, so there, I think. For the core characters, you know, um, right, right, powder slash jinx, Vi, Caitlin, Jace. Oh my god, why is Jace's friend's name escaping me? Victor, there we go. I Victor, got there, yeah. yeah. Like, I think they Mel. Are all Mel. Okay, cool. Yes, that's, that's um, sorry, Mel. That's like, all the featured characters, their mm-hmm. backstory, and the world around them is really well established. And I think you don't need any um entry point beyond that, but I think. Some of the broader world building does still rely on kind of like a very basic, if vague knowledge of Runeterra, which I found kind of odd. Because like mm. every time broader stuff came up, like when Noxus uh, was brought in, I was like, like I feel like it, it felt like this should mean more to me and should make more sense to me, but it didn't. And I, that's why I was maybe a little bit frustrated by their storytelling. Okay. Okay. So a little, a little darker to storytelling there. Again, I, I can agree with you on that one because. It, it felt like the they they wanted to really focus on Piltover and Zon, but then because you had to tell other stories, you know exactly, especially with Mel and Noxus, you had to tell those stories, and they didn't do a good job of saying, okay, this is, you know, this is this faction or this is this other world, or you know, I felt like we might if I think a season two has been announced, and I think we might get into other worlds then, but I think this story has gone too far. For us to now jump into another world, right? Yeah, another faction, right? Like, I think what was strange to me about the ending, like, I expected the ending to kind of end where it did, except mm-hmm. for the very final thing that Jinx did, because it felt like they were moving to an end point where it was like, okay, these characters' stories are done or set up, and now they'll tell some other story mm-hmm. in Runeterra. But then there's that big twist at the end, and it's like, right. oh, okay, so I guess season two of Arcane is just gonna focus you know, I- here. Yeah. 
yeah, focus here. Like, I don't want another season that like jumps to like they have an ice faction, right? And they have like a more traditional fantasy faction. Like, I don't want them to jump to that. Like, I want to know how like, this is resolved. Yeah, how's this resolved? Does Mel live? Right? I know Jace and Victor are heroes that you can play in the game, but right. Mel is not. So I'm like, oh, does she die? Like, I'm like, I want to know. And so it would be weird if suddenly like half of season of Arcane 2 takes place in noxus or whatever one of the other yeah factions, or her mother or I, I the mean, orge or then, whatever right but then don't you think the fact they brought they brought her they specifically brought her mother to show you how ruthless and how vicious this this faction is don't you think that could play a little role into what we get in season two it might be i mean like the ending like the first three episodes we're gonna spend <laughs> dealing with something else and then we're probably gonna come back right I mean, that would, I, I, they could do something like that. I don't a hundred percent like, no, I mean, the ending is both really open-ended, but also mm -hmm. really closed, right? Like mm -hmm. you want a clear answer to what happens, but also like where you go from there is also really updated because like, as I understand it, a bunch of the characters, particularly like Victor is not where he is when the, in the game. Mm. So like some of the characters like Vi and Caitlin and Jinx are basically, I think at the point they are in the game like with their personas and what they do and their power set but like some mm -hmm. of the other characters aren't so there's still like development to go on as far as i understand i mean this is mostly like talking to my students they're the ones who right. convinced me to <laughs> to watch this which shout i thought they did students. right right shout out to my the students so i'm like trying to piece together stuff i don't know all right so um I think another thing on this story, another part of the story that I actually did like is the inter character, uh, the character relationship. So I think mm -hmm. one thing this show did really well versus like a lot of like say video games, like TV or movie adaptations, is not tell really good stories with the characters because they want to get to the fights and the guns and all that good stuff, right? But this does. This spends a little more time than say most other uh, um, um, IPs would, and we get to know the characters. Like we get to know Vi all the way up to the end you know who she is or the core character and then i think i think um someone prior to watching this had described jinx as harlequin as you know harley and i'm watching it and i'm like no it's super she's super different there's a little more nuance to her madness you know there's just a little more it's not yeah. not gonna give her like a super edge but i feel like her character is more broken and you can actually see the fractures or see you know, you see certain turning points. And, you know, again, I personally don't feel like we've had a very, very good representation of uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Quinzel to Harley. Yeah. In, in, oh, go ahead, Mom. Sorry. In live action media, right? Or, or even in animated media. I don't think we've seen a good, you know, break. Oh, have we? I mean, it depends Batman on what your opinion of Suicide Squad Batman animated right? series, never mind. Yeah. yeah does the Batman animated series actually do her... I guess it does do an episode about her backstory. Yeah, right? it, like, it does. It does yeah, give a backstory. It's been so long. Right. Um, Jinx is the character that I have the most, like, conflicted and at the same time strong opinions about. Right. I think... I mean, one, I'm a person who t finds that archetype kind of tiresome. The more time... Like, it's like a, a taste that is better the less I get of it. Like the right. more time I spend with characters like that. And I felt like a couple of moments, particularly at the very end, it felt like a little forced. Like there was where like Jinx and Vi could have reconciled and right, they right. kept like, 
it felt like why they didn't reconcile felt very forced. It's like, no, they cannot reckon like the plot and the way the character they, it just says, they had to happen. So boom, we just gonna boom. make it happen. Yeah. We're just gonna make it happen instead of feeling organic. Right. Like right. I felt like like the strongest to me of the three like parts, which was one of the other interesting things, right? Is Netflix let them release it in three parts. Mm-hmm. Um, was the first part. I felt that the first chapters, uh, which was like I guess the prequel to the prequel was Mm. the strongest stuff and i felt like yes the moment where the initial falling out between Vi and jinx at the end of that was Mm. really well earned like and how they were separated and sort of both of their feelings towards each other that played out in the second part and part of the third part i thought was really earned but Mm. where they went after that like there's a couple moments where it's like okay they've come together they can reconcile together and then the plot would just hammer them apart (laughs) and including at the very end hammer them apart and it's just like it didn't feel, it felt like, okay, we want them to be enemies, but they didn't come up with organic ways to keep them enemies. Right. It kept being like, no, naturally these two sisters should like stop for a second and talk to each other. And talk to each other. Yes. (laughs) And they keep saying they love each other and want to reconcile, but then they just like, particularly that final moment where her adopt, I I guess we're full spoilers, right? Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Okay. Where her adopted father goes to Mm -hmm. Silco, goes to shoot, by and then she shoots him but then decides that she's going to be gonna evil jinx. jinx yeah it's it, just it, like that that did not land for me like the moment of her choosing her sister over silco like i liked that that was like okay but then her being like well no and now i'm going to do something that means that Vi and i can never like reconcile it's like so why did you pick your sister over so i like i'm just confused by that emotional moment at the end hear me out even though i feel like this is overdone right if if vi had killed silco and that broke um uh powder at the time or if Mm -hmm. she was still going you know conflicting between powder and jinx if that broke powder and turned her into jinx i would be more okay with it but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's been overdone but i would 100 be more okay with that and then, okay, this chosen, and this is, you know, you've chosen the top. Fine, fight for them. And, you know, this is my, I'm going to blow everything up, and now we're going to fight each other and move on forward. But yeah, I, I would have, yeah, you're right. I would have been 100% okay with that. But, but I do, however, yeah, I would have been okay with that. Uh, the other character I feel like I kind of liked, even though he was a dickhead, he was an asshole, but Silco. Yeah, Soko was like really well done villain. villain. Yes. Yeah. I really like his villain. And and Jace, I couldn't stand. <laughs> I couldn't stand Jace. Victor, I loved for I for whatever reason. And then he killed his assistant and I hated him. <laughs> At least it was, yeah, by that was pretty tragic. Like I think that was, yes. They the did show, a good job with that. Very tragic. Yeah. It's it was deep. It was it was like I'm like, oh, this is about to be like, you know, just an animated series. But no, um Vander dies in the most horrific way, episode one. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, no, yeah. no. I mean the, the ending of the, the first series was, was really messed up. Very strong, yeah. And very strong. Like I, I don't think the show really gets back to that emotional high, mm-hmm. at least to mm-hmm. me. Like, cause it's just yeah. like every single bad thing that happens is mm-hmm. really earned and is a character moment. But there's also cool action and it like puts the characters in really interesting places. Right. And some of it doesn't pay off for all of them in a way that is really satisfying. I think particularly I think Jinx at the end. Right. I was very kind of unsatisfied with where she ends up. It just again felt like 
they had a very specific plot point and they need, of course, Vi and, and Jinx to be enemies. So right. like, it's like, that's where we're going to go versus, and I think they made some missteps of that feeling organic to me. Right. But I like, I just like really loved like that finale of the first, of the first. Yeah. Uh, Vander. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from that finale was it, um, uh, 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 Vi yelling at powder at the time. Like you're, you know, it's all like you're angry and you're lashing out and that's literally what it is, you know? And in the moment you, you can't take it back because, or you want to take it back and then you get kidnapped and now you're in jail for life. And, and that like, Th- th- that entire thing because i'm like okay they're gonna fix this before it gets worse but no they don't and they don't uh, yeah like, yeah and and they don't and they don't and i'm thinking okay they're gonna fix it as the story goes but they didn't and then you know just to make sure that there's a clear villain and and hero they they do what they do but i i'm with you when she shot silco when silco was going to shoot his her sister I was very confused with her going to sit down and become like Jinx. So maybe she finally decided to do something for herself. Where but it also felt like she was doing it for Silco because he says, like, I would never have abandoned you. Right. Like I right. wasn't gonna sell you out to, you know, I was gonna tough. give up the, you know, the, my my peace treaty that I wanted for but you was know, he though? I'm I I think he I think he was not gonna sell her out. Like I think it feels right they like I think one of the things that is good about that moment is it does a good job of like giving you, like putting you in powder slash Jinx's head. But when you think about all the things he does after Jace's announcement, he wouldn't, I don't think he would have sold her out. Like, I think he just would have gone to war with Interesting. them. But I, could um, be but I think that, I think that he wasn't going to sell her out for it. So you think he was a kind hearted villain? I think he loved yeah. her. I think he in did twisted in a twisted way. Did. He loved her, yes, and he wouldn't sell out the piece that he and Vander were going for. Okay, okay, yeah. I like to think that too. I'd like to. I mean, but maybe I'm wrong, but like I think, I mean, Silco is. A I mean, very... we would never know at this point. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll never know, and I think that's Silco is a very compelling villain. I think mm-hmm. he stays villainous, and he's like wrong throughout the whole thing. But he's one of those right. villains that it does actually land that his motivations are clear and mm-hmm. you know like i i was never cheering for him but right. i definitely like compelled by his story and the way in which it was like set up as both an antagonist for the surface characters and the, you know the inner politics of, right. of Ron. so like that was really impressive because a lot of these shows you know either set the villain up to become you know like loki in the mcu mm-hmm. which becomes basically a good guy or you know, is very villainous, right? Very right. few, like, of these kind of, like, action villains, like, really land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I don't think the show is either really engaging in, like, Silco is actually the real hero. Right. Although I'm sure there's idiots out there that will... You that know, will turn him, yeah, of course. That, that would be bad, like, because, you know, that's how it goes. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, uh, speaking of pol- politics, because that's another thing I want to talk on. Again, this is something the show did really well, in my opinion, was the politics of Piltover, right? Um... Mm-hmm the the every faction was represented in the council until they made a seat for jace and then so so my thing is was jace being played by mel i think he was at the beginning Mm. and i think you're supposed to buy that their relationship becomes like 
real because she basically chooses him right that vote right where they're right 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 yeah at the right, the final vote vote yeah she kind of like leads you know follows his lead mm -hmm. there and i think that that's supposed to be like that their relationship is something like, is real but i think I at mean, the beginning she also did choose pilt over over her mother right yeah so yeah and i yeah i think maybe if she, if she does end up dying in the big explosion at the end i think you're supposed to like feel for her and that makes feel Jace for her crazy. and feel for jace yeah. yeah jace is gonna go crazy obviously victor isn't gonna die because i mean he's, he has adamantium and i'm like no he has <laughs> but, whatever he's like dr jekyll or whatever right um the other thing but you know so heimerdinger actor actually kind of felt for you know um but it looks like at the end i liked his ending i liked his ending he i still think okay real quick i don't really know what i was i was watching and i watched it twice does he have powers no he has technology hmm. so like i think he's tech like i think he's got technology mm. so he's able to communicate with because i um in one he he because was it it wasn't magic right he influenced someone's decision at one point, and it, it looked like he influenced. Maybe I don't think he has magic. I think he just is like very advanced technology. I think this is one mm -hmm. of those things where, if we were better familiar with League of Legends as a source right. material, we, yeah. would, so, we would have a better know, answer. If you know the characters, please let us know what um uh 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 Heimendinger is because. But no, yeah. I did enjoy his ending though when when he came to this other this other underground faction who happens to be like freedom fighters. I liked yeah, the hoverboard that, kids. Yes, I like that story. You know, I like that the story was it was one of their friends from childhood. Um, one of mm -hmm. Vi and, and and um, I liked that final fight on the bridge. Yeah, that was a one of the that was a really really well done fight. Like one of the better again, and the music was also really well used in it too. Fine, I was another thing I was going to talk about. You know, so the fights and the music. Um, Imagine Dragons, I believe, is who does most, if not all, of the music on this show. I, I think Imagine Dragons just did the like theme intro. song. I don't think it did because some of the stuff wasn't very Imagine Dragony. Like I did Maybe not the, like the, the the theme song. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so that was Imagine Dragony, right? That was but definitely there was, a, there was definitely a song before um, Vi and um, Silco's general or uh, second in command fight, right? There was like this big number that might them. be Imagine Dragons. Well, there's Imagine Dragons is like in the first set, right? Like, right, they're playing right. that Imagine Dragons song, and there's like a guy like hitting the drum. I'm like, oh, yes, God. and like, I'm thinking this is Imagine like, Dragons, oh, like, this is their likeness in, on this show. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, uh, like the Imagine Dragons thing really did like so make me want to stop watching but that's okay just so that took you out of it so you were not oh, a fan yeah. of the imagine dragons portion of the i've movie. done fan of magic dragons in general I'm okay that so that person, would have taken you out so. hopefully season two netflix please don't bring back imagine dragons oh they so. will they definitely will they spend <laughs> magic dragons money right like everything about this show like is just spews money like it's just like it's like you know my wife i also have this joke about wheel of time like wherever they mm -hmm have a beautiful uh like oh, yeah. cg shot i'm like oh jeff bezos gave up like five minutes of being in space to give us this beautiful right, it's right, like, right. it feels like that with riot it's like oh riot just like threw money at this problem it's like oh yeah we have unlimited budget imagine dragon sure we'll write like a million dollar contract to you yeah we'll have this like yeah you want some cool like rap music yeah we got that for this fight it's just like so it just feels expensive 
mm-hmm. in a way that like a lot of other animated shows don't definitely because do again not. when you look at the world of this show like when you look at the actual like world of it um in terms of like the animation it's really gorgeous like the set yeah. the pieces are just like right here you know when they show Piltover, when they go out to show Piltover and you're looking at it it just looks really beautiful where i feel like if you put this in a live action setting you are spent this this is a cheaper way to do what do what um um will uh, uh amazon is doing with uh will time and uh lord of the rings yeah i i mean yes. i agree like if if mo- like most fan- like most fantasy properties would really benefit from this kind of like animation treatment right like right. um and let's not forget that like they got a bunch of like legitimate both voice actors and yes actors right, right? like um yes. Haley steinfeld is that who- yeah Haley steinfeld is uh is fire uh, right yeah. and they got other like and so they again spent money she's a rising star right her disney show is on right now everyone should mm-hmm. watch hawkeye <laughs> right like and again just money 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 but like so many other properties if you know would benefit from this treatment like i i definitely think like a wheel of time or game of thrones or lord of the rings would way benefit from this because it's just like not you don't you know you don't have to spend the money on yeah like to bad cg Yes, right, and, and then CG yeah. and all of that stuff. Just do your voice characters, and then spend the rest of the budget on animation and making it look really good and believable. But no, you're gonna spend money on bad CG. Yeah, you know, you're gonna spend money on a bunch of really good actors, and then like, well, unless Jeff Bezos is gonna, you know, write you a blank check like he has right. for Wheel of Time and and Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna end up like these CW shows, right? Like, yes. And where you just got to suspend your disbelief, but it's fine. Like I'm not like bad CG is not the end of the world for me. Like I grew up. It's not, it's not, it's not the end of be all. It's but, just, if it's, if it's an expensive show, I think I will complain about bad CG for an expensive show. But again, like, uh, CW show. Game of Thrones. <laughs> like he who shall not, shall not be named. Cause we yeah. don't talk about season eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or seven. Like, or as seven, they got right? as or more six. CG started getting added, like yeah, or six, it got a know. little sketchy. Yeah, you know, very sketchy. That blue but. dragon was ugly. Um, <laughs> There's a reason uh-huh. why all the fights happened at night. At night, right? And then last but so we've talked about the music, um, the fights. I think my my top fight would be that bridge fight with uh, Jinx and her friend or her former friend. I think that is a a very well done fight. You saw the best part of the fight to me was when you saw them do it as kids, and then mm-hmm. you know they played it back as you know teenagers and it looked as well as good as it did. And I got scared at the end because I'm like, dang! So another character that I might like is dead, and he survives. Great. Well, he's a champion in in uh, right, in game, right. He so is I... a champion in the game, so of course. Um, another good fight was the bar fight with uh Vi and um. The, uh, and the the lieutenant, yeah, the lieutenant. that was a really good fight. That might be my favorite fight. I think that was up there. Which like, which was, bar fight? Because it's two bar fights, right? Both they of them were really good. Right, the yeah, one where Caitlyn bails yeah. her out at the end. Oh my god! Yeah, um, the the first one was just it was ugly and bloody and and I'm like, Vi's definitely gonna die now, right? No, and then the second yeah. one where she comes in with the gauntlets and is like, all right, let's do this again. Yeah, I enjoyed that fight. I enjoyed that fight. I didn't necessarily like when Jace had that hammer and he came. Yeah. It felt very like 
imperial to me. Well, I mean, it's supposed to, right? Like, right. Like the problem, the problem in general with Jace's character is it, it's sometimes hard to sympathize with him because you spend so much time with Zahn characters, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like Jace is the most like pit over pit over character. Right. And, you know, so in many ways he like represents the imperialism of Zahn, which he kind of like questioned, like, I guess that fight and the fact that it's so imperial is supposed to set up his decision to make peace, right? Like yes. he realizes that like he is part of an oppressive class and, you know, these people deserve their own thing. So the problem is like that sympathetic side of Jace kind of, it just kind of comes out at the end and feels a little rushed, I guess. Mm. Right. Like I think they could have spent more time making Jace a little less of like, a stupid pretty boy for yeah, most of the really um, did yeah like he's just like really hot and <laughs> like and then that, and that's the it worst, that's like his character it's like the, hot the worst and part about it was when mel walks in on him like at his like crafting station and he's shirtless and really? sweaty and i'm like, I mean, like there's yeah. fan services everywhere right and it's like <laughs> you know one of the things like that you could say is like there's fan service for people of all orientations, right? Yes. There's the Vi and Caitlin stuff. There's yeah. the Mel and Jace stuff. There's like you like sad boys. You get plenty of Victor also with his shirt plenty on. Plenty like of Victor, sad, yeah. Boys. So yes. like, if, whatever whatever your like speciality is, there's plenty right. of like, fan right. service. No, because I, I know like lots of people love the Vi and Caitlin stuff. Um, I did. I did. I did too. I, like I, I like their relationship. I was I'm glad, the characters I'm, I was most invested in. So. Yes, and I'm glad it didn't necessarily go there, at least yet. You it know, did it, kind of at it, the end. But it didn't all the way. I mean they hugged and cried on each other. That was about it. But it didn't Yeah, get, I mean it was it was there, but it, it didn't was it there. wasn't it wasn't Jason Mel. It didn't go there. No, no, it didn't quite go there. Yeah. But so I appreciate that, you know, because they're still flawed and they have a lot of stuff to work on. And, you know, your sister just probably killed my friend and parents. My, my friend, my mom, who's almost yeah. dead. Like the mom yeah, is so, dead. Like yeah, Mel, so it's like, like 50-50 for me. She either, <laughs> it's like, well, maybe not even 50-50. So there's like one in mm-hmm. three. She's either dead, horribly like injured or fine. So one right. of those three, right, for her. But the mom, Caitlin's mom, oh, is Donzo. Yeah. It's just like, boom. Because it's like that's just like so natural conflict between her and Vi, right? Like, yes, right. Because Vi is still gonna kind of choose her sister, and it's gonna be sad. She's gonna want to save her sister, right? She's not yeah. gonna. I think it's like clear that she's like chosen the surface, but she's gonna like try to save her sister, right? And right. Caitlin's gonna want to murder her. <clears throat> so. <laughs> understandably, yeah, if she killed her. Not, mom. Yeah, understandably. But, so, is there any character or any uh, story that you didn't necessarily care for? I didn't like uh, the like the other evil doctor, the like animal experimenting doctor that upset yeah, me. I, yeah, like, that upset me. Like, just because said, of yeah, that. that yeah, we're, I guess we're, we're both animal people, Mo. Yeah, and, so no, no. Yeah, I, I was like, like no, and like I mean, it was good. Like it did a good job of setting up like why victor went to piltover like i think i i and his like disgust at what that guy was doing like i did think i like that character more for victor but i found that whole storyline like kind of upset yeah it was it was no no not for me it's a no for me i didn't i didn't care for his character so yeah so that was the main thing that kind of like 
fit in. And again, like I'm not a jinx person. So like less jinx time would have been great for me. So, but right. Yeah. That was the only character that was just like, no, I don't want anything to do with you. Let's like, I, I kind of so love the character. Yeah. So uh, for, I mean, I didn't even speak about him at all, but if there was another character that I didn't really care for, it would have been, I mean, Oh, no one really cared for him, so it doesn't matter. He dies. The, the, uh, the oh, other the, gangster. The, oh, the other gangster? The like the guy with the the yeah the jaw. I, I, and I kept saying to myself, I've seen this before. The metal jaw. I've seen it somewhere. I don't know where. In some cyberpunk. It's you know what? <laughs> it's definitely from cyber. I mean, like it's, so much cyberpunky stuff. Yeah, so much kind of steampunk stuff. Yeah, so but no, that that was the one character that I was like, if he oh. dies right now, I wouldn't care i, I mean he i was did. expecting him to die so like if he's so obviously set up as like this like expendable semi minor yeah. antagonist for yeah. silco and them yeah. um i'm trying to think was there any other like featured characters that i i mean i guess like the cop the, the cop, cop but that, that was like also standard like stuff um but uh you know yeah, his daughter that... and like it was all very route yeah, yeah, that um, was yeah. That was. I don't, he ended up just getting killed by Jinx, right? Is that what it, it gets blown? Yeah, on by the Jinx, bridge. Right? On the bridge, right? Up. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. He gets right. He gets messed up when she sends the butterflies. Um, the other thing, I think I already mentioned it a little bit. Technology on the show, where on Piltover, like technology so advanced and it just creates this gap, but then you have Jinx, who's able to. You know, create as well. You know, probably not as well, but just do stuff. And I liked it. And you know, it's I really liked that. I really did enjoy the imperial gap between like Piltover and, and Zon. And I think that's something. Again, like I said, I'm willing to come back to to see in a season two oh, definitely. Rather, than, rather than explore somewhere else. At least let's finish out. To me, let's finish out in maybe the first six episodes or the first four. You know, the, the, let's let's get a resolution, and then you can go somewhere else. In my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's definitely the case. I mean, the question is, like, I mean, it's like a broader, like, what Riot's goals are. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, one of the problems that Riot can end up with is there's people mm -hmm. like you and me that, like, have barely any attachment to League of Legends. Right. But we right. are now very attached to these characters. Right. And so, in this so, medium. And this medium. And so you have, like, and this is more maybe also a Netflix thing, right? Netflix is going to have an audience that's invested in, like, jinx and buy and 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 all these other characters but let's say they finish their story and put them in the place where they are when league of legends this starts right mm -hmm. so they're all ready to fight each other or whatever i don't know what, why people fight league of legends um and then riot wants to go okay we did this so now let's go and do a noxus season right or let's go do a fjord or whatever they're, they have an ice people like let's mm -hmm. do that story but like will the audience the non League of Legends audience jump. You're willing to, yeah, like yeah. And that like, that's an open question to me. Like, you know, like I enjoyed the animation so much that I probably, <clears throat> if the production values were as high as they were for Arcane, if I probably matches, would yeah. jump. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's going to be some people who are like, I don't care. Like, I like this cyberpunk, steampunk thing. I don't care about a more traditional high fantasy story or, you know, a bunch of ice Vikings doing ice Viking things or whatever. Like, <laughs> whatever their next setting they go to is like, people just may not like it. Like there's a reason why they started with these characters. Right. Cause it's right. very these good are, entry point. Yes. But check it. Right. Think about this. 
for a second. What if they do it like uh, they drop the season two right now and it's it's a Anoxus League of Legends, right? Not necessarily Arcane. And then you you do another series and then you come back and run run Arcane concurrent to something else. I feel like that's a way to keep both people happy. Yep. You know, you can do an arcane, and if you do it in the in the vein of uh, what's it called, um, you know, Castlevania. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's an option. I mean, one of the things that's really interesting, and um, why I think that you know how you said that earlier, a lot of other video game adaptations struggled with like making mm-hmm. you care about the characters, and like a lot right. of video game adaptations, maybe Castlevania is the other one that doesn't do this. Although I've yes. never really seen Castlevania, um, it's not really my cup of tea. Um, okay. okay. And no shade on it. I just, it's not really. No, no, I get it. Me. Um, is that it's focused on the characters and not the set <clears> pieces, <throat> right? Like a lot of video game adaptations are about the set pieces. Right. And this does, has set pieces, yes, but it's also focused yes. on the characters. Well, the reason they can do that, right, is the trick of what League does for the casual players is make you attached to champions, right? Like the point, the point is here that, you know, you will get attached to Vi and then, well, maybe if you like card games, you'll go play Legends of Runeterra and play a Vi deck. Or you'll be like, I want to go and play uh, League of Legends. I'll get Vi and I'll get Vi skins and all that other kind of stuff. Or whatever their auto battler is. Is theirs team? team? No, what is theirs called? I forget what their auto battler is called. But, you know, and you will go and invest in that, right? So it's kind of in Riot's interest to put the characters first versus like other properties that won't necessarily do that because it's tied into both the gameplay and in the ways in which you know riot gets you to spend money which Mm. is investing in individual characters so i think one of the more interesting things about arcane as a series is it really is perfect synergy between the like capitalist imperatives the game design imperatives at the core of league and the storytelling imperatives that make for a successful show like this okay so okay that makes sense <clears throat> and with that very eloquent um, breakdown, I'd like to call an end to the show right here. But no, thank you very much, Roy. Uh, so we are both excited about the show. We are both excited for where the show goes. I I am interested in seeing. While I also I'm kind of interested in seeing the other worlds. Let me let me say that right now. Right. Yeah. So when it does come, I'll jump. But you know, there's people who, as you said, so you know, you've, you've gotten people invested in these characters right now, and this is where they would like to stay you have to now figure out how to keep them invested in other stories because it's not just, you know, arcane portion is, you know, this league of legends is, you know, all these other, there's <clears throat> all these other uh, characters and all these other factions that you need to explore. Again, you, you, uh, they did a good job of showing the council so we can actually know what like it looks like or what these people will look like or what these people think like. Again, I, f- I feel like the council, why we got a lot of the council was just to show this other, you know, th- there's other worlds in here, that, and these are the representatives, and we are going to eventually explore these worlds, right? That's yeah. my thinking. Um, ultimately, I love the show, super excited for it. I even like the Imagine Dragons portion of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, I would like to know down in the comment section what you thought about the show. Uh, leave a like, comment, subscribe, and uh, let us know if you would like us to come back and talk about Arcane season 2023. Two. Yeah, <laughs> so it's super far out, so we'll we'll, we'll figure that out then. Um, <laughs> but what I do know is we're trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out a time where we can do Wheel of Time. 
if you're down, that's oh, down, say man. less. Say yeah. less. We're gonna go. But no, thank you very much, Roy. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for those of you that are listening. We will catch you on the next show. Peace. When I was a kid, me and my sister, we played a game where we pretended to chase monsters away. I'd say, no monster's gonna get you when I'm here. Then a real monster showed up. Oh!